Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Mr. Souter, it, Mr. Souter, Mr. Souter, uh, it's uh, Pat Hardy from hawkfanatic.com. We uh, already have a, a call already. Hello. Nine. Hello. I'm sorry, that selection was not recognized. <laughs> Okay. That was an important phone yeah, call. Some automation. Yeah, uh, we've automated, I uh, had a bunch of those. Yeah. Tommy just had it on his phone. Yeah. What, what vehicle warranty? West something or uh, I don't know. I mean, I get vehicle warranty things all the time because yeah. I just bought a car. Oh, I didn't just buy a car and I'm getting them. Well, I was the getting time. them before that, too. I mean, the yeah. vehicle, it's all it's most ridiculous. Of it, most yeah. of it's a scam, too. Yeah. Yeah, so I just, anytime, I mean, I've taken calls here before, walk down the hallway and think it's something important and it's an v- automated vehicle warranty or it's about to expire. And then I get that Mandarin. Yeah, I'm not sure what that's all I about. I don't know what that is either. <laughs> but they're speaking Mandarin. They are. I don't know if it's still around, but man, it was a great Chinese restaurant in Des Moines growing up in Beaverdale, the Mandarin, and it was good. First kind of fancy Chinese restaurant I ever went to, you know, dark lights and whatever. Mm-hmm. They used to do this great all-you-can-eat buffet. My buddy used to cut in line and push old ladies over to get to the egg rolls before they were loose or before they'd run out, and he didn't want to wait for more. And oh, Nice man. guy. Yeah, he was a great guy. He actually did <laughs> knock an old lady over one time because he was worried that was he was pe- uh, Our friend uh, Pascuzzi? <laughs> no, 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 no. No. And it, uh, I'll just never forget that. And poor lady just went tumbling into well, the egg. They rolls. were having when they had the old country buffet at the mall. Fights. They were having fights, and then they thought they'd one up us, so they just give the address like we wouldn't figure out where it was. I remember but, we went there the day it opened. The press citizen had some promo thing. I I remember going out there and, and remember saying I, I it just didn't work for me. I, I thought it was good. Yeah, I didn't like it. Well, it was good, but why are you fighting? They're going to bring more. Well, I, I don't know. They're not still here, are they? <laughs> no. No. I just didn't think the food was that good. At least, I mean, it, to fried me, chicken was good. Yeah, but how do you screw fried chicken? Hell, I can make fried chicken. I mean, it was, and I thought as far as fried chicken goes, it was, that's actually what I had. The one yeah. I, um, Their ribs were, I mean, they weren't real ribs like, you know, you'd get like at Pops, pops or something. Or, yeah. but, but they That's were, what I'm saying. That's they were okay, but I mean, yeah, people are... They had a fight every, almost every night. Their pizza was not very good. No. Yeah. Old Wings no. were okay. Yeah. And when I think of old country buffet, I don't think of pizza. Yeah. No. Did Nor should you, guys, you. Did I hear you guys have a sanctuary sanctuary add-on? Yeah. Yeah. I they I haven't been there for a while, but they have good pizza. Yeah, they yeah, do. They do. They have really good pizza. Yeah. That remind me. I may have to. I may have to check it out. It's been a while since I. I think my the last time I went there, my brother was in town, and I told him, he, I go, you're going to like this pizza, and he was impressed. Yeah, yeah. How would you describe their pizza? 
I think their their crust has something like, like maybe some rye flour or something. It's in unique it. to them. Yeah, I mean, they're. I mean, it's not. They're not. It's not a big doughy crust. It's not. It, but no, it's 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 good. So, but hey, we have Haluska calling in. He's going to be calling in, I believe, with the financials. But we're going to talk. I mean, since there's a game in six hours, which is just bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it is. But I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going over to an empty arena to basically watch a. It's going to feel like a scrimmage. Mm-hmm. There'll be nobody there. They're if, all going to feel like. I a wonder scrimmage. what's going to be like if Fran loses it in the timeout. We're going to be able to hear everything he says. <laughs> everything. Seriously, think about that. <laughs> Might make for some spicy articles. Well, you know, I don't think half the words we'd be able to use. But I wonder. I mean, he's obviously aware of that. I wonder if coaches, you know, a lot of. I mean, Izzo. You imagine an empty gym with Izzo. I don't know if he'll be getting mad in these early games, but maybe he will. I don't know. Well, sometimes Fran gets mad when you least expect it. I mean, if he sees them not doing something, usually when he gets mad, it's about them not doing something that he feels they're capable of doing. And and it sometimes it depends. It's, it's like he has unique times when he picks to send a message. But it's going to be a lot different now. It's going to be silent in there. It is, and uh, probably for the players it'll be kind of like their AAU days. Yeah, that's but at least there were some fans. I mean, I, yeah. this is, other than, I don't even know if parent. I'm not sure what, as far as how many people will actually be in the stands, but for the most part, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty empty. And we're all going to be six feet apart in the press area. They're, they're all sta- stationed in a mm-hmm. six feet apart. So it's, it's just going to be so weird going to Carver Hawkeye Arena with nobody there at three o'clock on a Wednesday for a basketball game. <laughs> I mean, look what the virus has done to That's us. That's never. Look what the virus is just, it's, as Charlie Sheen says, the virus is winning right now, right? Uh, well, on to television. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're gonna, Big Ten's got six games on today, don't they? Yeah, but they can't last forever like this because these schools that are providing the entertainment for the Big Ten Network, the cities that support these schools need can't have another – if they have another season like this, I mean, they can't keep up. We've got to get the situation normal so the – local communities can make money. No, absolutely. Somebody besides the Big Ten Network needs to make money for football to work in the long run. I mean, this the the well, games are good for us, uh, or for us fans, because it gives us, you know, we, it gives us getting, something to watch. The economy's getting rocked, though. The oh, Iowa yeah. Economy, well, yeah. What did they just say? Is uh, What's the percentage that's not going to get the vaccine? 30-some uh, 30 30, percent. 30-some percent. Yeah. Why are they not getting it? They don't trust it? Gates? They don't believe. state? George Soros. Yeah, and, all that crap. They yeah. don't believe in George the, Soros. They don't believe Bill in Gates the virus. Yeah, Hugo Chavez. I mean, oh God, that was just. Um, that I'm so. Scared. I called him yesterday. Then don't go to the doctor when you get sick. Yeah, stay I, home and treat it yourself. Yeah, I called him yesterday when Ooh, Hugo uh, Trump retweeted. No, when Trump retweeted Randy Quaid like five <laughs> times. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Everybody, I mean, even the New York Times goes, what is this? You know, I thought it was actually kind of funny. I mean, well, it at is, this point, it's it just, is, but it's when, also sad. It's, yeah, it's, it's funny, fun. but it's then you, you understand that it will be in, I mean, that's history. Yeah, that's, yeah, I know. But remember when he said, hey, Clark, you look like you could use a cold one? He's like, now you're talking to Eddie, and he hands him the beer that he was already drinking. I do not. <laughs> remember that scene, Captain? Yes, I do. Great scene. Then he opens up his own cold one. That was Cousin Eddie. But he was still cognizant then. <laughs> and he's, yeah. he's not now. I don't know much about him anymore. Yeah, well, so. I never did. Well, he's crazy. There, yeah. there you go. 
And he's in debt. Oh, yes. Evidently. Yes. You think he's into college basketball? You think he? Do you think no. Randy Quaid's aware that college basketball starts today? I am, but don't believe uh, so. No. I think he's watching Animal Planet, and uh, and well, what do we got? We got one cancellation for football, right? I'm, think about it. Minnesota, Minnesota, and Minnesota Wisconsin, just boom, just like that, gone. And there's basketball cancellations. I mean, it's yeah, it's uh, it's a cluster. It is definitely a cluster. And every, you know, every game you play, you, you when you see the tip off, you feel good about it. There's a lot of cancellations for basketball, but there's also a ton of games being played because there's a ton of Division One. Mm-hmm. There's almost 300 Division One programs. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'll give Iowa credit right now. Now, granted, it's only Wednesday. A lot can change between now and Friday, but um, the COVID numbers recently were pretty optimistic. Mm-hmm. And very. They've made it. I mean, we're getting ready to play game six. So, so far, I commend Iowa for how they've done things. And that certainly was not a given because uh, Wisconsin's only at three games. Yeah. Well, but Purdue's missed games and uh, mm-hmm. Minnesota's missed. It's, it's everywhere, and yet so far Iowa has been able to withstand it. But like I said, it could always change. You never say never, and you don't assume anything. Hello. Hey, guys. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. You yeah, too. you too. Hey, so – with Wisconsin, they, they're pretty much ineligible for the Big Ten Championship, right? Correct. Yes. Unless all the other teams games. Well, they, don't all the other teams have to lose at least one game? They have to, all the other teams they have, have to, to win, not have to play. play games, have they? games canceled. Yeah, well. That's yeah, right. Yeah. I think maybe as many as three canceled, right? Yeah, I believe so. It's, it's not going to happen. But, yeah, no. Wisconsin, it looks like the virus is finally something that can beat Wisconsin. <laughs> the virus figured out the 3-4. Yes. That's uh, so. Basically, Northwestern has nobody else now. Correct. Well, I mean, they could lose out. They could lose out. Technically, they could lose two and get canceled by Minnesota, and then we'd have the tiebreaker. Is that how that would work? No, no. They beat us. They beat Iowa. They would have the tiebreaker. They have to lose all three of their remaining games. We'd have one more win. I would still be. I believe the first tiebreaker would still be head to head over. Over. It wouldn't be. Well, it would be winning percentage, wouldn't it? I don't know. Well, the only way Iowa can it win isn't it isn't going to happen. It's pretty much Northwestern would have to lose out and Iowa would have to win out. Yeah, it just I mean, isn't going to happen. Northwestern could still go 5-3. and three. They're not going to. No. And Iowa could go 6-2. and two. Their schedule isn't that no, bad. They're probably going to lose one more game, barring injuries. So, I mean, yeah, they're not out of it yet, but they're out of it, so to speak. My, my scenario, though, was that if they lost two, got the game against Minnesota canceled, because pretty much are they going to be two weeks? Minnesota? I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. We don't know. And so. do, do, uh, well, they'll be, they'll be, won't they be, the players that are out will have to be out for 21 days, won't they? Isn't that the rule? I think so. It seems like it's always the rule. Until you know, now the CDC is shortening the time. Well, yeah. You know, for hibernation. But it's always been shorter than what the big, the, weren't they saying 14 before? The Big Ten's always yeah. been saying 21. Yeah, and, and Northwestern isn't going to lose their two games unless they get riddled by the. the no, virus. what he's saying is if, let's say, Northwestern loses two games, doesn't play another game, and Iowa wins out. So Northwestern's 5 yeah, and so 2, Iowa and Iowa. 6 and 2, and they'd be 5 and 2. And um, I'm not for sure, but isn't head to head the number one? But, but you and, wouldn't have a tie. We'd actually be a half game off. Yeah, but I think there's – yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I – Guys, I mean, <laughs> Northwestern's not going to lose God, two I, games. God, what a waste of 
What a waste of conversation. Thanks, Teddy. Yeah. What a waste, no, this isn't. What a waste of three minutes that was. When we were at 0-2, we were, have had effectively knocked ourselves out of but the But I don't West know exactly what the rule is, though, either. If you lose a game, I mean, Iowa would have a better record in that situation. So, technically, Iowa, even Six though Northwestern. 5-2. Well, yeah, they'd, it'd be a better percentage. But Northwestern won the head-to-head and lost a game due to COVID. So, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm not sure either. I'm sure it spilled out there somewhere it, in all the rules they put out. I just don't know for sure. It's a waste of time to even think about it. Yeah, honestly. Because, I, I mean, um, I don't think Northwestern. I mean. I don't have their schedule. Well, I know they, I play, I they play Illinois. They have. Well, here, I can look it up. I think they have. I think they have Rutgers. Talk to Captain. What do you guys have? For uh, they dinner have last a, night? a nothing schedule, basically. Well, we got to look it up. All right. What did you have for dinner last night? Tell Captain. What did I have for dinner last night? It was a chicken, green bean, and potato concoction with a white wine and chicken broth. Wow. Uh, That's uh, sauce. Michigan State. It's automatic win. Minnesota. Uh, if they play automatic win, Illinois, Jesus, uh, pretty easy win, I would say. Yeah, they beat them last year when they were terrible. Yeah, and so those are all three very. I didn't realize it was that easy. Oh yeah, season. yeah. That's that's why it's not even in the discussion. Right now, now you got Iowa fans hoping Northwestern gets a bunch of COVID cancellations oh, so they can win the West. <laughs> How to win the West? Team up with a virus and just open pray. Back in with a. Five and three record win it with five and three. But Teddy does bring up an interesting point, though. That something like that could happen at a conference this year, and I, I'm guessing that the team with a better winning percentage probably wins. But it may. That, but, that's probable. But I don't know if there's something. That's head-to-head. probable. But if you know, if Northwestern had to play Ohio State and. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. There isn't three teams that can beat them this year in the Big Ten. No. If it's the team with the best uh, positivity rate. Well, that'd be Wisconsin. Hello. They'd win again. Hey, good morning, guys. I got a football question for you. Yeah. Now, when Iowa is in the 4-3, that normally would be their base defense against, like, Wisconsin. But if if it's more of a spread team, then they go to the cash. Is that right? Yes. Right. But my question is this. What is the difference between the cash and just being in the nickel? I mean, I don't think a ton Technically, I mean, I, now some football purists will say that the cash position has to be more of sort of a combo linebacker, D-back, right. whereas a nickel coverage, you're strictly back there covering the space. I the think that, that's yeah. exactly whereas right. Whereas cash is more of an interchangeable part that is physical, that sort of does a linebacker duty, but then can quickly adapt to the D-back thing. That's the best way I can describe it. Hey, thank you, guys. And uh, it looks like we're going to have a couple good basketball games and a football game to enjoy, hopefully, yeah. over the next few days. Yes. Our fingers are crossed, and that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to all of them. Yep. Well, happy Thanksgiving. You too. Stay healthy and safe, and go Hawks. You all too, right. man. You too. You too. Yeah, and what happened was it was the Wisconsin game. They lost, whichever one. The one where I believe Nick Neiman, as a freshman or sophomore, got beat on that coverage with A.J. Taylor, I believe. Yes. Or whatever. And I think that's when Phil Parker kind of said, we have to have a defensive back in that position. Yeah. And there. The, the, yeah. Hello. <laughs> hey, Suter. Yeah. <laughs> heard, heard you talking about what you had for supper last night. Yeah. Well, what'd you do after something? <laughs> uh, let's see. We watched uh, 
David Koresh and the Branch Davidians, uh, we watched their oh, compound skip, burn skip, from skip, 1993. Skip, 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 skip that part. Yeah. Skip. <laughs> What'd you do after that? Then we uh, read our books, had a, had a cocktail. Skip. Just ate just one cocktail. That's it. Oh, there several, several. There you. Oh go. yeah. All right. And then uh, we got it on for six hours. There you go. Is that what you needed? <laughs> <laughs> what was that sound effect he made? I don't. I don't, I don't even want to know. <laughs> Jesus. This is your show, Hardy. Well, Oscar's like, God, I'm coming back to that. <laughs> there you go. You always say that on Saturday. Well, this is your Yeah, you're show. right. This one is... This I gotta, is all on your shoulders, <laughs> bud. i got to take responsibility for that. So, What were we talking about before that call? Uh, Anything else? T- Teddy's <laughs> deep state oh. conspiracy, uh, Iowa winning the West scenario. <laughs> I mean, it's yes, clear. That is. it is. It's a deep state. Yeah, Teddy. He's got was, deep state. He's got COVID taking out the other teams and <laughs> Iowa marching to the title. And as a reward, they get Ohio State. But maybe Ohio State will get hit with COVID. Then Iowa wins the Big Ten and then goes and plays Alabama in the national championship. Yeah, I don't think this is one of the better – Ohio State teams. I, I mean, obviously they're they're real good. Their defense has got some yes, issues. Yes, I, it does. I, I agree. Yeah. Hello. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, just quick question: How many games has Ohio State not played due to COVID? Ohio State have they missed one? Yes. Rutgers. Yeah, I think I think they missed one. Okay, so it's in a maximum. Missed games of two, correct? I, you're, you're breaking up. We can't hear you. Breaking up. You're f- and now it's gone. Now yeah. you're gone. Yeah. So what was he saying? What did he ask? I don't know. He well, he asked up. something about Ohio. How many games have they missed? They've missed one. And I think how that's going to his impact. point was how many games do they have to play before they qualify for Isn't the six? championship? I believe so. I believe it's six. And if they're if they're undefeated with only one game. Missing, I believe they'll be in the playoff. I, I do too. Yeah, I just think they need to survive the Big Ten, and I think they'll make the playoff. And then they'd, of course, have to win the Big Ten championship, championship game, game, which I think I would think they would. Yeah, it will be interesting to see if Peyton Ramsey, if he's the one playing, can do something against that defense. I mean, the last the when they met a few years ago, it was just a mismatch from the very. You just knew it they, was awful. This could be our gentleman back again. Hello, can. Uh, Notre Dame and Clemson play each other in the ACC title game, or is Notre Dame not eligible for that? Uh, yeah, they, I, well, believe I, Notre, think, I think Notre Dame's a full affiliate football-wise yeah. for this year, and yes, that they can, because they agreed to do it for this so, year. All right, so um, they could get a rematch with the uh, Clemson quarterback. If it, back. if it works out that way, yeah. yeah. Yep. And let's say Clemson beats them, do you think that'll knock Notre Dame out of the playoffs? I would think yeah, so. I would think yeah, so too. I would think so. Yeah, depending on how many other undefeated teams there are and teams above them. I mean, Oklahoma's playing real well not right now, but Oklahoma, they have two losses. Two losses, though. I mean, that's the thing. They have two losses, so we'll see. And if and if Notre Dame does beat Clemson, that'll definitely. Oh, they'll if they beat Clemson, in they're sure. in. They're in. Yes, if they're and, and would deserve in. it. Yeah, and would deserve yeah. it. Yes, I agree. 
right, thanks. Yep. Yeah. Oklahoma's playing as good as anybody in the country right now. They are. They destroyed Oklahoma State. I didn't watch any of it. I forgot about I it. I did. And they, it looked like it was just a mismatch. It was a mismatch. Yeah, I mean, when their offense is rolling, they are good. Yeah, yeah, I did not watch one play of that. I just never really had any interest in Big 12 football other than when Iowa State plays. I didn't see much of the Iowa State. I switched over to the Iowa State game for a while because I don't watch any commercials. Who did they play? K-State, and it was it was, it, even, it was just So I, did, I did probably watched two plays of that game. I thought that was going to be competitive because Kansas State yeah. pretty good, and Iowa State just dismantled them. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving, you, guys. you too, Debbie. But, yeah, no, they just, Happy um, Thanksgiving. They just pounded them. Hello. Hey, hey, good nice morning, guys. Randy. Happy Thanksgiving. You too. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to you. Hey, um, just uh, I got a call yesterday from a um, Iowa State fan, and um, he told me that uh, the word down there in Ames is that um, Campbell has talked to somebody from Michigan about replacing Harbaugh, um, real quick, you guys have any inkling on that at all, or if he would take that job? How does the guy know that Campbell's talked to uh, Michigan? You know? I mean, is this guy a legitimate source, or is he a fan? Or is he feeding up? Because I've read multiple stories of speculation sure. and conjecture, and his name is mentioned. That's how some of these things grow to No, be. that's right, but it doesn't mean anything. I mean, I've, I've obviously got a Michigan connect. I have not asked Jamie, I mean, I mean, he would maybe tell me something off the record if he's hearing anything. But I have not heard any of that. I've read it. I've read it as he I, would I be a, lo- a logical candidate, and who knows? Uh, I, I just have a hard time believing that he would leave for Michigan. I mean, yeah, Michigan. It's one going maybe. from one of the least storied programs in uh, NCAA football history to one of the most – uh, blue blood programs in NCAA oh, without, without history, question. so that that's why he might consider it. And it would be more money, and it would be more of everything. It would be a lot more money. And yeah, but no, but he also has a good thing going at Iowa State. Yeah. And at Iowa State, he's a hero for winning eight nine games. Mm-hmm. At Michigan, he'll be replaced for winning eight or nine games. Yeah, I mean those, those are the things he'd have to consider. I don't think maybe no. I'm wrong, but I don't think Matt Campbell's going to spend thirty years in Ames. I mean. I mean, Hayden Fry, I was, Hayden Fry was 50 when he started coaching at Iowa. It's a little different. Kirk surprised me a little bit for being here this long because Kirk had chances to leave. But Well, I think Matt Campbell would absolutely get it turned around from – Oh, at Michigan? Yes. Without question. Yeah, yeah he's a good I coach. Sure he surrounds himself with good people too. Yeah. But, yeah. So, but, no, I don't have anything. Now, Iowa, Go ahead. Iowa State, are, are they in first place in their division – they're in first place in the conference. In the yeah. conference, yeah. Yeah. So they will probably play Oklahoma for the um, Big 12 championship. Well, uh, does Oklahoma, West Virginia only has one loss, don't yeah, they? Yeah, and Oklahoma State only has one loss. I mean, what if Oklahoma – am I right? What if Oklahoma uh, – has, Oklahoma has two losses. Oklahoma State, didn't they lose to Oklahoma and Iowa State? No, I thought Oklahoma State beat Iowa State. I mean, I don't have. I'm not. I wasn't prepped on Iowa State's. I thought Oklahoma State. You, you could be. Right. I'm pretty sure Oklahoma State. But to be honest with you, sir, I, I I don't know. I mean, I have enough trouble following the Big Ten. I'm not. Yeah, I too, don't really follow. I know Iowa that State. Iowa State's in the thick of winning the Big Ten. Yes. They're right there. They're right there. They've lost one, one game conference in conference. Game. Yes, they're right and there. And they beat Oklahoma. Is who they beat. Yes. That's yep. Yeah, I was just curious as to what you guys might have heard or thought on that. 
I um, think that well, yeah, his I name's going to be mentioned for any big time Power Five job now. That's and I just, think Iowa fans uh, would not cry a lot of tears if Matt Campbell went to Michigan. Oh, I think they'd be thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. All thanks right. Happy lot. Thanksgiving. Yeah, thanks a lot. I, w- I think Iowa fans would rather he go to uh, Texas A&M or uh, Somewhere out of the California. But Yeah, and sometimes there's times where guys can make it work at a mid-major, well, a mid-major power five. Like my Iowa State is not a mid-major. I get it. A lower-tier power five, so to speak. Mm-hmm. That's what they are in football, I mean, for now. Right, that sometimes they can make what they do work there, but then they get to a big place like, well, look at Rich Rodriguez. He won at Tulane. He won everywhere until he got Brady Hoke. Yeah. Those were guys that did the Matt Campbell thing. They won at the the mid-levels and whatever, and then they got to Michigan. And, and they, they just couldn't do they it. They just couldn't handle the whole thing. Harbaugh. I mean, he won at San Diego, won at Stanford. And mm-hmm. he's won at Michigan, but they're not getting any better. He won 10 games his first three years, I believe. Then they had the year where they won eight. And right now, this team Well, is, you just hit it. They haven't gotten any better. Well, they've actually gotten worse. Yes. They're worse now than when he first took over with other play, with yes. the other coaches' players. Uh-huh. They're worse now. Yeah. So, we're breaking it down. We've got Haluska calling breaking in. Breaking it down. Breaking it down. And um, so, will we have him get the financials after we talk to him or before, Captain? I don't care. That, well, you got to make that decision. That's these are You and Suda should have already addressed this. Uh, Where's Hunter? He's off today. It's well, a Hunter Free Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, oh, you got him in here like 15 hours tomorrow? Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, he's, he, he's eating with us tomorrow. He'll be in here 15 hours on Friday. So he doesn't have to be in here tomorrow? No, he'll be here tomorrow. Okay, you're going to give him like an hour to come over here. You'll feed him in the he's porch working and then, tomorrow. Hi, get back. I'm working tomorrow. Little Molly Suter's working tomorrow. Are Scoots you, is not working. You're tomorrow. not coming in. I am How not. am I? What am I going to do now? What am I supposed to do? Pull the plug. <laughs> I've thought of. <laughs> Don't think it has across my mind. Hello. Good morning, guys. Hey, morning. Hey, Adam. Hey, How Adam? you doing? I know it's been a while. I feel bad. We've been slammed and. We kind of keep lower numbers in the office here, so a lot of times at that time, either you know, like Don Patterson's been on, or you've had a guest, or I've uh, been on the phone. It's just been a wild couple weeks. That's well. Nice. Then, as long as you bring it today, you're all is forgiven. Cutting edge. Do you want to do the financials first, or do the cutting edge analysis first? What do you What do you all think? Right, I can do financials first. How about that? Okay. Do that. Okay. Then we'll be back in, when you're done. All right. Adam Alaska, Wells Fargo Advisors, with the financials. All right. Good morning, everyone. Stocks finished firmly higher on Tuesday as easing post-election uncertainty and continued COVID vaccine optimism boosted investor sentiment. 10 of 11 sectors ended in positive territory with eight groups adding more than 1%. Uh, Looking at the overall market, the Dow jumped 454 points yesterday to close above the 30,000 point mark for the first time. The S&P 500 rallied 1.6% to a fresh record high, while the NASDAQ composite advanced 1.3%. Energy shares pace gains for a second consecutive day with WTI crude uh, trading near $45 a barrel for the first time since March. The real estate sector was the loan group that finished the session lower. In earnings yesterday, Best Buy was down 7% as the company beat Wall Street earnings and revenue forecast, but failed to provide forward guidance. Dollar Tree was up 14.1% yesterday after the discount retailer bested consensus profit, sales, and same-store sales projections. Uh, Looking at the market today, U.S. equities are mixed here on Wednesdays as as investors take uh, stock of yesterday's broad-based rally. 
The Dow is currently down 164 points. S&P is down 12, and NASDAQ is up 8 points uh, at the moment. Investors will get a flurry of economic data today ahead of the Thanksgiving holiday. Initial jobless claims unexpectedly did rise 778,000 in the most recent week from the prior reading of 748,000. The second reading of the U.S. Uh, third quarter GDP came in line with the initial 33.1% annualized reading. Uh, separately, MBA mortgage applications jumped 3.9% in the week, uh, ending November 20th. Uh, later today, updates on personal spending, consumer sentiment, and inflation will garner attention. And lastly, here in central bank news, the Federal Reserve will release the minutes from its November 4th through 5th meeting today. Once again, this has been Adam Haluska, Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. If you're in the Iowa City, Coralville area, we can be reached at 319-338-3799. Or you can always come in and see us. Adam Haluska, Corrierian, Ted Stoley, Scott Higgins, and Karen Jackson. We're at 501 12th Avenue, Suite 201 in Coralville, Iowa. Hawkfanatic.com. All right, Adam, good to hear your voice. Uh, we're about uh, five and a half hours away from tip-off and one of the most highly anticipated basketball seasons probably since your junior year. What, what, what are your thoughts right now? You know, I think uh, it's just such a weird year, right? 2020, you yeah. all this stuff in here, and, and football still going on. Um, you know, normally you kind of get this dead period of, you know, basketball does intertwine a little bit with football, but then there's that break until bowl games. So I definitely think we need the season. I'd love to have a crowd there and have people there to support this team because, like you said, on paper, this might be one of the best teams, you know, even since the, the 80s. I just think uh, there's a ton of potential here, and everybody's excited. So I guess the good thing is we can support them on TV, and I think these guys know um, Hawk fans are going to be tuning in. So what better way to start than today and right before the Thanksgiving holiday? It's just going to be weird. I'm, I'm looking forward to the game itself, but I'm just looking. Three o'clock on a Wednesday is I'm, weird. Three o'clock on a Wednesday, but just it's just <laughs> going to be an, it's going to be an empty arena. I mean, you're going to hear what people are thinking to themselves. I mean, Adam, I, we were joking earlier. Does Fran have to, ch- like, when Fran gets upset, we're going to be able to hear every word he says. Do you think he's going to be conscious of that? <laughs> Like Tom Izzo, Tom Izzo rides the officials from start to finish in games. I know. We're gonna are we, are we gonna just start hearing all that stuff, or do you think these coaches are gonna change? Know, I don't know. Do you do they do something to drown out a little bit of that? I noise? think. Well, they I, have I, in football. Yeah, they have in football, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll have so to wait I, and see. Yeah, I think there's something you're gonna have to do, and and to be honest, it is gonna be weird. I've talked to you know um, other people and former players, and you know we did start doing some scrimmages. Um, I think it was like my junior or senior year, we did start doing a couple scrimmages where instead of having a, an extra preseason game, we just did a inner squad, or not an inner squad, but a, like I think it was Southern Illinois or uh, Illinois State came in and, and, and scrimmaged us my senior year. I think that's going to be the feel, right? They try to make it kind of game-like. Sure, okay. They will, they will that makes break sense. It up, but it, it is going to be really different. I mean, when you step into Carver and that place is rocking, same thing if you go to Michigan State and you go to the Berto Center or wherever – or not Burrow, but um, anyway, what I'm getting at Breslin is, Center. Breslin, that's it. When you when you go there, you feel down. I've always I've said it on the show before. Walking into the Breslin Center, you feel like you're ten points down. I think the same thing when you walk into Carver and that place is going nuts, and mm-hmm. you got a team that's rated top five to start the year. You know that's a huge advantage. Sure. Now it's just going to be it, it's going to be different, and that's what's going to make this year all the more telling. Is how does this team you know get motivated? 
they're going to have a target on their back every single night. No, you're right. What do they do in, in this situation? No, you're right. And it works to their advantage, too. When they play at Michigan State, they won't have all the exactly. games on whatever. Exactly. Uh, Captain, you'll like this. I'm going to um, – little lick lighter time, Captain. He's not there. Oh, he's not there. What no. I was saying is, where'd Captain go? I don't know. He just left us. What I was saying is maybe <laughs> maybe they should have some of the current players go back and talk to the players who played under Lick Ladder on how to play with under empty an empty gymnasium. <laughs> Get it? Just a petty cheap shot. Just a cheap shot. I'm just just a joke. But no, Adam, do you think it will impact the way guys play at the beginning? They're like, wow. Or are they so used to practicing to where it's not going to be a big deal other than people like me? Because I know I'm going to be looking around and be like, I can't believe this is a season opening game at three o'clock on a Wednesday with a fifth ranked team in the country. I mean, do you yeah. think the players, it won't be that big of a deal once the ball's thrown up? Yeah. I mean, I, I think once again, you get that excitement, you're going through warmups, oh. you know, these guys might have to self-motivate a little bit, but I'm telling you, these guys have not played a game against anybody else you're right. for a long time. And I can't tell you how much we were always just excited to play anybody different than the guys on our team. I mean, you, you really get sick of it. So I'm sure they're hungry to go out there and play you know, North Carolina Central, and then, you know, we got Southern University coming up. It's just they're going to be looking forward to get into a routine where you're just not going against the same guys every day. Sure. So I, I think that uh, enough will we'll be ready to go. And, I mean, all the better to have a, a, a very upper-class team. I yes. think that's going to help a lot with this situation that we're in. And, and you know, guys coming out of here, and, and you got to take it game by game. But, you know, it's business as usual. you got to get out there and get the win and, and jump on them early. And, you know, I think that's how you're going to have to take each game this year. You think Luca double, triple? I mean, teams are going to double him. Some may even, but you're going to pay a price. I mean, with Bohannon and CJ, you can't guard everybody. Adam, what, if yeah. you're an opposing coach, what, do you, what would you do to try to defend Iowa? I don't think, I mean, it's not that I would, uh, Luca's going to hurt you no matter what, I think. I mean, and, and Luca's such a smart player right now. He passes really well. He's not a big man that's just all out for himself. Mm-hmm. He's going to find the open the open guy and we've got so many weapons out there and I think that's what make this makes this team different from a lot of other Iowa teams. I mean really go one through five, all these guys can shoot it. Yes. You know, even the team that we had when you know, we had a good year my junior year, that team still had guys that just you just know that they couldn't shoot it, right? Eric Hansen wasn't gonna step out and hit a three. Doug Thomas wasn't gonna step out right. and you know, you know, really lengthen the court and bring guys out on the perimeter. Um this team, they got to come out and guard Luca all the way out to the three-point line and beyond. I mean, they they've got to really watch him. But then at the same time, like you said, you got CJ Bohannon, you got Wieskamp, you know, Connor had a great, Connor's going to find guys. I mean, mm-hmm. and then there's this Patrick. whole slew of new guys that and Patrick. We we've got all these other new guys that are going to be coming in into the mix. I just think we're going to be a hard team to defend. No, I agree, and obviously Nunji won't be around. But at some point, he's going to come back. Adam, could that almost be a Something that motivates this team just gives them another little, just another little spark. I mean, just the, I mean, poor Jack. I mean, to, to just to find out the way he did Saturday morning, whatever. I mean, could, I mean, you've been on the team like that before. I mean, the, I can see the players really rallying around him. Yeah, and, and you know this, Pat, because you, you guys have been around it and you've seen this. I mean, when you're on the team there, literally, you know other people's families. Oh, without question, yeah. almost like your own family. I mean, to, to this day, you know the Horners and Bruners and all those guys. I mean. I those guys are when you, we pick up where we left off every time we we last talk to them and you, you know it is kind of like a family and I know with Jack and um you know just everybody on the team yeah they're going to rally but it, it's still going to be a tough day and it's going to be a tough 
season, just with, with that lingering, lingering over everyone's heads a little bit. But, um, yeah, just not an ideal way to start the season. Oh. I, I, my heart goes out to him, my prayers. I, Kendra, my wife, was the one that you know said, hey, did you see this on online? And I didn't think it was true at first. And, unfortunately, yeah, that, that was tough news to get on a Saturday. Yeah, 53 years old yeah, in the prime of, his, terrible. prime of his career. And I... I read a couple of Facebook posts from people that worked with him at the hospital. It just sounded like just a great guy, Fran. I mean, he lived here in Iowa City, worked at UI Hospital. Yeah, just yeah. a. Hopefully, basketball can be sort of a distraction and a coping and healing mechanism for Jack. And I know he's got a serious girlfriend. He's got a strong family. He's got a big family, so he's got a big. But like Adam says, this team here is also a family to him too, and they're gonna. They will. I mean, I think he'll benefit from that. So, so yeah, it's just a, it's just another story that makes this season even stranger. And you know, Adam, the last time we saw Iowa play, I mean, they lost. They lost. I mean, they lost three of their last four. I, I wanted to get yeah. your. I've had some people say, "Oh, I'm just worried these guys are just, you know, they're going to rest on their laurels." And I'm sitting there, and I don't want to sound. And I'm what laurels? Yeah, Adam. They at Luca Garza, as great as he is, has won one NCAA tournament game as a Hawkeye. Same with Jordan Bohannon. What were we? Eleven and nine. Eleven and nine last year. Lost three of their last four games. Lost at Illinois in a great seventy-eight to seventy-six. It, it was a. But Adam, I don't think these guys have anything to rest on. They have. To me, they have more to prove would you agree with yeah. that no i think so and i think that's probably what you're hearing in the locker room every yes. day in that practice exactly you know, fran's good enough with these guys that he knows he's every, everything that you said right there that's a motivating factor i mean it's it's great and you want that national recognition but at the same time you're gonna have to bring these guys back down to earth and say hey you really haven't done anything yet right the anticipation's there but we got a long season to go and we got a lot of games so you're right, and, and I, I also think the sense of urgency, right? Luca last year, yes. Bohannon last year. I mean, yep. all these guys know there's an end to this. And, you know, usually as a freshman and stuff, you're just you're so overwhelmed, and even as a sophomore. But now you get to your junior, and especially your senior year, um, you don't take a single game for granted. And you know every game means something for the end of the season. And so that's why I think uh, it is good to have a, a good senior group like this because that urgency is going to be there, in my opinion, every game. Well, you know, technically, Bohannon could come back next he year. He could. He could come back for a six years. Well, so, so could Luka. So could Garza. I don't think Garza no. will. But Bohannon doesn't project as an NBA player. Can we all agree on that? Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah, he's not an NBA player, but he could come. Can you imagine what he'd do to the three-point record if he came back for it? He'd be settles. He'd be like Jeff Settles. He I could, think you'd have to put it, Pat. I think you'd have to put an asterisk on that. Oh, one. without that question. Seasons, I think you'd have to say, well, that, that one's on its own there. Yeah, without question. Plus, he actually played ten games last year, so mm-hmm. he has way more games than. But he technically could come back. I don't think Garza would. It would. I mean, what? I don't see the point in that. But could you imagine that? Anyone? I, this is a free year. It is, and, yeah, uh, and that, well, and that's what makes it hard. I mean, for some of these guys, call it. This is the best time, in my opinion, in anybody's life to, sure. to play. Right? College is. Even if you're not playing, I love college. University. <laughs> yeah, but, but I do think though you're going to have a logjam. I mean, we've got recruits that are going to be coming in next year, and at what point do you, you know, have, guys have to fade out? Oh, I agree. Know, I'm with you. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I know. I agree with you. I, I'm just saying and, and that's that. That's just not for our program, but I mean that for everybody. I mean, that's just if if everything's a free year, you're going to just be overloaded. No, no, I completely agree with you. And I don't think a ton of players will, but I think Bohannon's situation is unique in that he's a really productive 
college player who doesn't project as an NBA player. I mean, yeah. so, so that's all I was saying. Now he mm-hmm. could maybe go overseas and play and what have you. But um, so, I mean, God, though. But you're right, though. If he did come back for a six year, you would have to put an asterisk. Yeah, that'd mean, be great. That, that would be that would be interesting. I mean, Settles was seven years, wasn't he, overall? I think so. He played. Uh, he got a. His first year was 93, 94 was his first year. 98, 99 was his last year. So, dude, 93, 94, 94, 95, 95, 96, 96, 97, 97, 97, 97 6. Six years. Six years for Jess. So, but. Um, so, Adam, you think um, this team that they're playing today was, was their conference champion yes. last year? So, I mean. And I look, they've got some athletes. I mean, I'm, what, what do you think the mindset is of North Carolina Central? They had to shut down recently from COVID. I would assume they're coming in here. Hey, guys, we've got nothing to lose. We're playing the number five team on their home yep. court with no fans. we got a shot. Yeah. Yep. I think that's, that's what you're going to see for a lot of these teams in the first, especially the first three. They've got nothing to lose. They're going to come in and, I think, play pretty carefree. There's no real pressure on them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you might see them things, you know, see them make plays or shoot shots that normally – you know, when they get into conference play, um, maybe it wouldn't happen that way. Or they might slow it down, or they might, you know, run something a little different. But yeah, I think they're going to be, you know, shooting shots when they're open and trying to make runs and and try to keep this game close. And that's why I think in some of these games we just got to put them away early. Yes. Don't even mm-hmm. let them stick around and you know get a fifteen to twenty point lead and 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 really just kind of bury them from that point. It's going to be interesting to see how Frederick and Bohannon feed off each other because Bohannon's going to be covered tightly in Big Ten games, but you can't cover everybody. No. So, I mean, I wonder if Frederick's just going to spend a lot of time this year make, taking open threes. It's going to be interesting to see. What do you think, Adam? Yeah, I think so, too. And I, I'd like to see our penetrating kick game. I'm interested to see what, you know, how some of these guards kind of work with each other. And once again, that inside-outside, if you're going to double Luka, he's good. He's going to turn yeah. and he's going to find the open man. So you can try a lot of gimmicks, and I'm sure we'll see that throughout the year, different ways to stop these guys. But there again, whoever's got the hot hand. I mean, you could have a guy like Frederick or Wieskamp or Bohannon hit three in a row. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to respect that. You're going to have to come out and guard him. You're going to have to run him off the three-point line. And that's where I think, you know, between Joe and CJ and some of those guys that, that really can penetrate and hit that mid-range jumper or go to the rim, mm-hmm. those are, you know, those are plays that I think we're going to see this year. And I'm excited for the year. Teams were kind of successful last year, getting in Weezy's face and physical. getting in and getting physical with them, and you know then said Garza get your points, but these guys, aren't, these other guys, aren't going to beat us. You think that's we're going to see a lot of that? I with as much time as these guys have had, and once again another year under their belt. I I think a guy like Joe, you know, he he did hit a little bit of a wall last year, just hit a little funk. And I think this is that's where you go back and you rewatch film and you sit down with the coaches and, you know, I'm sure he's self-critical of himself. What do I need to do to become a better scorer, not only for here but the next level? And I think hopefully he he's got it in his arsenal. I talked about that last year where, I mean, I watched him in high school. It didn't matter how they were guarding him, he was going to find a way to get a shot off. He just, in my opinion, go back to kind of his roots. He can score in a whole bunch of different ways. He's got the skills to, to do all that. Uh, he just needs to play carefree, don't worry, um, and and play almost like it's rec ball, right? Yeah. Not that yeah. it's not organized, but don't just get complacent with that three-point shot or all the way to the rim. I mean, we saw CJ really, you know, that mid-range jump shot or coming off a screen or find other ways to score and uh, I think it's just going to make us harder to guard. Joe did say when we had a Zoom call with him recently, um, 
that he worked on his strength during mm-hmm. the office because he knew teams really knocked him off his path going across the lane a lot. They got physical with him, and he said he needed to get stronger. And No, I think he's addressed all those things. We talked about that last year. There were times, Adam, when you said, man, he needs to get that mid-range games because that's where I remember you scoring more. I remember you scoring more on leaners in the lane, turnaround jumpers at the elbow than I do making threes, Adam. That's what I remember you mostly working – cutting through and getting your shot and whatever and that's the part i think he needs to do and i think he will this year it's gonna a player that um fran did mention people always ask about the five freshmen the first one he brought up um the other day was keegan murray said that keegan murray is rebounding just and then all the players said he's just ferocious on the boards you think a freshman could come in and get some minutes in this deep rotation I think so. I mean, you never know with foul situations True. or what's going to happen in lineups. I mean, you're looking at, you know, with Jack being out, um, you know, just with uh, with his father passing and stuff, you know, what does that do to the lineup? Who steps in? Mm-hmm. So I, I think in, depending on who we play, right, getting into the match schedule where you get a, a bulk schedule here and you got different matchups, it's going to be nice to have extra bodies that you can throw them in for five, six minutes here and there and get good minutes out of them. And, you know, and some of those guys, too, you come in with a role, you're not telling these guys you got to be a scorer. I think mm-hmm. you have a role when yeah. you come in, especially as a freshman, and say, hey, I need you to rebound, and I need you to just be relentless on defense. Offense will take care of itself, but this is what we need from you. Mm-hmm. And in those situations, I think uh, you know that's a good way for those freshmen to see the floor. Get in there and just any rebound, he's got to be tenacious and loose ball on the floor. That's going to earn him minutes um, right away. And it's, it's, it's exciting to hear Fran talking about his, his name and – you know, what he's doing in practice. And we haven't even mentioned Joe Toussaint. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know Whose roles, his minutes are going to probably be reduced this year, but I think he's prepared for that. But like Adam says, I think there's going to be games where, hey, we need penetration. We need an on-the-ball mm-hmm. defender. I think he's yep. going to have a significant role, don't you, Adam? I do too, yeah. And especially when you get into some of these guards. I mean, he we, he showed up last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he did. We had a defender like him on the perimeter where he, just, he gets down and dirty. He's quick. Um and there again, last year he had some incredible games. He had all other games too, where you know he was trying to go a little too quick. But I'm telling you, a, a year makes a huge difference. I remember my freshman year at Iowa State, and you know you're glossy-eyed. Every single thing is a new experience, and you know new place you're playing, and um, coming around a second time is a big deal. And I, I I just know his games had to have improved. And there again, I mean. We never got to see these guys in prime time. We haven't seen them. I mean, it's been a long time, and that's why it's kind of hard to do too much analysis on it. The practices have been really tight, closed. Mm-hmm. We just don't know a lot, and it'll be exciting to see what these lineups look like and see the improvement on all these players. Well, and another one we haven't mentioned yet, but I think is very intriguing, is Patrick McCaffrey because there's nobody else on the team like him. He's 6'9". He's a yep. scorer. He's one of these guys – I think if he's got the strength, he'll do the things that we want. We can. Patrick McCaffrey will do whatever it takes to score. He shoots leaners in the lane, runners, three-pointers. It's going to be interesting to see how he fits into this thing because I think it's going to have to be mostly on offense because you know, I think his offense is where he may get some minutes. What do you think, Adam? Yeah, I think so too. And then use his length on defense, even if you, get a, you go like a zone. I know mm-hmm. last year they showed that a little bit early in the year. Um, use his length to get out there and you know cover. Um, even on a press, I mean, we could do some creative stuff where we got a lot of athleticism out there. You could throw him at the you know front of a press, kind of like a Ryan Bowen. I, I don't know if they're doing that, but somebody that is that long and athletic, you could do some some fun stuff with them. But yeah, he's 
listen, I you know everybody talked about his size. That's come along, and from what I've heard, he's he's really kind of put on the weight. He really has. Mm-hmm. He really has. He looks he's, different. He's in a good space, but he he always had incredible skill for being six nine. Yes. You know, watch him in high school. Uh, I mean, he he put up some big numbers on good teams, even when he was getting heavily guarded. So. Um, yeah, look look for him to I think to have a breakout year. I think it's just going to be, like I said, it it's going to be exciting to watch because we just haven't seen a lot of these kids for. I mean, Patrick for he only played a, a few games to start the year and then they shut him down. Yep, that's a lot of time for these guys to get bigger, stronger, and and definitely hone in on their skills. So, how worried are you about COVID? About it maybe impacting, interrupting post? I mean, how worried are you about that? So from what I've heard, a lot of the guys have had it. Yes, at least seven um, of them. Which, which I think is a good thing, right? I think you get like about 150 days of you know some of the antibodies and stuff like that. Hopefully that pushes through for a little while here. But you know, being in town and those that are listening, I, I think there's just not a lot of students on campus. They're, they're definitely not going to class, from my understanding, or right. very few. Now you've kind of got this break now. I think they've kind of self-isolated even a while ago. And, you know, they're testing every day. And, you know, I think these guys are smart enough. If you told me, hey, we need you to really buckle down, we need to stay together, we, you know, we, we can't go out there and obviously be in big crowds. Or I think these guys are, have bought into the fact that we, we've got a season here and we want to keep it. I got to think that we're going to be okay on the COVID side. And maybe that's just being optimistic. But um, I put myself in their shoes. If, if it means having a season and, and playing games, I don't. I don't think these guys take many risk or chances outside of the you know just basketball bubble that they're in. So how? I mean, college kids are college kids too. These guys got girlfriends. How is that working out? I mean, are they able to spend any time with their girlfriend? I mean, how is that? <laughs> I just, you know that I don't know. Um, you know, I just think of you know back in the day after games going downtown or going out to eat yeah. and stuff like that. I, I mean, that that's kind of a big part that I would see that, that has kind of gone away. Yep. But there again, I, if, if the majority of these guys have had it or almost all of them have had it, I, I would think that's somewhat okay in the sense of you're not so concerned of, you know, um, a big outbreak happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam, Adam, what is, what is it like being admired by women? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Where did that come from? Yeah, just, yeah I know you spent a lot of talking about girlfriends and the, the guys. And well, I just, you need to. I, just, I think you need to ask Bohannon and those guys. Those are the guys to get on the horn and ask about. <laughs> You're a happily married man for what? Sixty years, Captain? Yeah, eighty years, something like that. <laughs> so, um, looking at the Big Ten, I mean, Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin. And then Michigan you, State. you always got to throw Michigan State in there, but I mean, it's going to be, it is going to be a fun. Rutgers is good. Rutgers is good. I mean, it's going to be fun. I mean, Adam, what do you think? One or if you had to list maybe two things that are going to be the key to uh, to Iowa winning this thing. I mean, obviously you can always say injuries, but are, are they like defense? I mean, what do you think? What are two things that you would pick will be the deciding factors? I think defense is going to be big, right? I don't, I don't want to see us get into track meets, uh-huh. um, and. I think just being consistent, okay. right? These sure. guys all kind of buying in together. It's it's going to be this preseason, right? Uh-huh. Um, you know, jumping into the Big Ten, which is going to start in a month. But you've got North Carolina, Iowa State, Gonzaga. I mean, those are three big games there before we really get into that big Big Ten schedule. 
or everybody's going to get beat up, you know, game in, game out. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get tested early, and I think that's going to be good for us to head into, you know, what is it, our first Big Ten games on the 22nd against yeah, Purdue. that's right. So um, we're going to learn a lot of this team. And there again, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I think that's why they got a fifth-ranked, you know, number behind their name. I, I got to think that these guys are, are primed and ready as, good, as much as anybody in the country right now. With our depth and leadership, I I think this could be a special year. I'm with you. I agree. Oh, this is fun. I am excited. Up. Got anything else, Tom? You know, I don't. I've been waiting so long to see this team play, and you know, I've been thinking about it so much that uh, a strange three o'clock game at Wednesday. I I am vibrating. You're what? Vibrating. With excitement. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was troubling. Guess I won't be sitting on that chair ever again. What, Adam? Some of these games are all to be announced, right? Like when the start time is, we might right. see different times like this just for oh, I think you will. TV, right? Big Ten, yeah. just get a bunch of games in there, and then yeah. there's not going to be a crowd anyway, so you'd have to worry about you know appeasing people traveling into the arena. So we might see a lot of this kind of 3 o'clock. Well, well I think the part of the reason they're doing the day before Thanksgiving, I think they think a lot of people probably aren't working and are kind of settling into their holiday mode, too. So you're right, though. Anything is possible now. And they're having six games today, I think, on the Big Ten Network, yeah. aren't they? And Iowa's yeah. games, yeah. Yes. Yep, yep, I believe they are. So, Well, Adam, hey, happy that, Thanksgiving. Uh, is that Gonzaga game? That, that, that's a 9 a.m. start, I think, on the 19th, right? I mean, that's is another it, weird time to play it, 9 in the morning on a Is it really 9 a.m.? 9, 8, seriously? That I don't. I know it's the 19th. I don't wow. Know. Where'd you see that? Let me. I'm looking at the schedule online here. And that's CBS, correct? It says CBS is the TV, and it says December 19th at 9. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's wrong, but um, there's a lot of Does it say 9 a.m.? Does it say 9 a.m. or 9 p.m.? <laughs> it says 9 a.m., but it could be wrong. I'm, I don't want to get Yeah, I mean, I should know, but I don't. Now, what day is the 19th? Is that a Saturday? I thought it was a Saturday. Let me check. That could be. I could see... I could see uh, if it being a Saturday. Yeah, I, that would be a 10 on the East Coast. 10 on the East Coast, yeah. I didn't realize it was set. I knew it was the 19th, and then North Carolina is yeah, the 19th is a Saturday, and uh, it is a weird time. If you're going to have the number one and the five-ranked team, if they're coming in. That's 7 a.m. out. This says 11 a.m. That's what I thought of. This, uh, that, that would be 7 a.m. out in Gonzaga's time, out in Washington. Okay. Yeah, what I'm looking at says 11. 11 a.m., okay, yeah. okay. So maybe I'm looking at like a, a different. Well, I wonder if you're looking at Gonzaga's for, for Gonzaga. It is it nine. A, it would be yeah. nine a.m. I wonder if you got the West Coast version. <laughs> I must get the refresh. <laughs> so, but eleven a.m. So that's early. But well, like I said, it's not going to matter because it's going to be a, it's going to be an empty gymnasium. It's just going to be so bizarre. I mean, just two top five teams. Well, I mean, I guess they both may not be top five by then, but playing in an empty gymnasium in a neutral site. Strange, but 2020, it is what it is. And Adam, you have a good Thanksgiving. We appreciate yeah. you coming on. We'll do this, you know, when it can fit it into your schedule, just let us know. We'll do this at least once a week during basketball if we can. Yeah, I should be good too, guys, for some of the financial stuff. We, okay. We Great. went out and had to do some 401k stuff for a couple of weeks there, and we were out of the office, and we were still working, but we were just out on our regular kind of schedule. We were kind of all over the place. So okay. Things are settling, settling back down. All right. We'll look forward to it. Sounds great, Adam. Thanks so much. All right. Have a, have a good day tomorrow. See you guys. Yep. 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 This is uh, kind of cool. Uh, we had this story about uh, the professor, lecturer at the U of I, uh, Liz uh, Pierce, who's making 
Thanksgiving dinners, and she's going to drop them off. Mm-hmm. Her and her family with the students that are still here. Uh, they did a big write-up on her in the Washington Post this morning. So I that's thought that's cool. Kinda, yeah. That yeah. is cool. That's nice. Yeah, that's very cool. A nice person. Got her Hawkeye shirt on. Where do you think this call is going? Where's this call taking it? <clears throat> I think it'll be a good call. I predict. How much? Straight. Uh, <laughs> dollar. I, I say straight to hell. <laughs> Hello. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you doing? Big day today, boys. Oh, this is Gator, isn't it? Basketball. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, we're we're excited, yep. all of us. Three o'clock. Mike Aiden's here. Say so you've been talking about. I'll tell you how Fran's probably handling your comment. You can't guard them all. Guys, you fail to remember, this is the Big Ten, great athletes. You can guard all our shooters with the great athletes if those great athletes want to guard our shooters. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And, and you know, Pat, you've said that a lot. You can't guard them all. You can't guard them all. You've said it with me and everything. I just started thinking about it. I know friends tell them, yeah, guys, they can guard them. Well, yeah, they, no, they can guard them all, but they couldn't guard them all if they're doubling and tripling Luca. is what I That's mean. Right. They've only got five they, bodies. They, 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 they're not going to triple Luca. I would love to see a team, and I'm sure Fran's got this all figured out because he's brilliant. I'd love to see a team plant a guy in, in front of Luca, and then they're, they're taught how to have weak side help and still guard their guy. That's possible. It's very possible. But I've very rarely seen anybody just put somebody in front of Luca, and then get that weak side help. You don't have to triple team him. And uh, some of these great athletes, like that guy from Illinois, holy smokes, he's something. But Luca, have you ever seen a guy score through pressure like Luca does? No, he's he's amazing. He's amazing at it. Yep. Yep. Very good. I mean, he'll – He'll get fouled, and it's like the guy's not even there. It's 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 incredible, boy. Tom, I I'm with you. I'm just, I'm vibrating. Yes, <laughs> complete. I am too. This is I so exciting. I think we need to keep you two apart. Something, <laughs> Captain. Are you hey, vibrating? I am, guys. What? <laughs> no, I was just asking if Captain was vibrating. It's like a magic fingers yeah. in here. <laughs> always vibrates hey a prelim like like football's prelims to iowa basketball always will be prelims it's always prelims for the basketball team. okay get that all right okay all right mike and uh today at one o'clock prelims to the iowa game is drake at kansas state what channel on e- on espn espn plus all right i will have i will have it on thanks you for the bet. heads up go bulldogs go dogs uh, I got I got little something personal. Matt's debut as a coach. Yep. Awesome. Today. Nope. I'm excited. Yeah, he's he's really excited. Hey, love you guys. Uh, stay safe. The vaccine is coming. Yep. Our new normal is going to be better than our old normal, and we're going to get through this, as Steve Anderson says. Together. Together, right, yep. Captain? Yeah. Amen, brother. Hey, you got it. Happy you Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Mike. Love you guys. Love you too, Bye-bye. Gator. Take care, buddy. That was a nice call. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was wrong. You were wrong. I said it was going to be. It was going to take us straight me a to hell. You can buy a pop later if you have I'll seventy-five buy you, cents. I'll buy you a got a buck, later. didn't you? Yeah. yeah. I'll buy you a pop. 
Would a buck get anything at like McDonald's? Can you get anything? By at the McDonald's way, for a buck? Uh, when you were looking for me, I spilled out my pop in the sink. You were in the pooper, weren't you? And well, I didn't. Did you hear I, my lick lighter, petty uh, yes. cheap comment? Yes, I spilled out the pop in the sink. Yeah, and then I looked down, and there's a little baby mouse looking up at me. Ew! Sitting, in the sink, sitting there. No, on the floor. Oh, ew! Well, it's a little baby mouse. Did you step on it? No, I took it outside. Oh. That was special. A little baby mouse. How do you let him? How do you let him catch you? There's pretty quick. It just, it evidently grew up here. I mean, when they're born inside something. Now he's probably outside. And they see they're used to us, and yeah, he's yeah. going. Where in the hell am? What is this? Did you send me out in this weather? <laughs> Son of a- yeah, thanks, Captain. My <laughs> guess is he'll be back in here in like an hour. Oh, he's already back. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So yeah, okay. Now we're technically five, we're five hours till tip off to the most anticipated Iowa basketball season in decades. Yes, that, that, sure that, is. The, the, do you have ESPN Plus? Um, no, I don't believe I do. That's the that's the internet one, right? You'd have to yeah. pay. I, uh, no, you don't have to pay for ESPN. We've got Plus. a we got the app, don't we? Yeah. Do you have to get the app though? I I don't think I have it. So if I want to watch Drake, I'm going to have to. So if you have the ESPN app, you should have ESPN Plus. Yeah. I don't believe I have the ESPN app. Well, well you can download it on your I phone. Uh, yeah, we'll or see. you can put it on your... T- do you have a smart TV? Um, I have a Samsung from 13 years ago. You do not have a smart TV. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> my 46-inch is still working fine. It's, I've had it for 13... Uh, not 12 years, probably. 12, 11, 12 years. You will not be watching the Bulldogs unless it's on your 3-inch phone. I mean, I may do that. I'll keep up with it. No, I'm mean, I'm excited for Matt Gaten's getting his coaching debut. And oh, that's great. And I, I mean, will watch that. Drake's coming off back-to-back 20-win seasons, first time since the 70s. Now they did lose the big guy to Minnesota. Yeah, Liam Robbins. That that hurt. But good luck to the Bulldogs. It's good for Minnesota because he gets to play. Yeah, he gets to play right away. And, and Gonzaga got like they need more help. They got a a transfer in who was. Oh uh, no, Mike says uh, ESPNU. Oh, I get that. Even better. I'll watch it. I'll watch it before okay, I. Yeah. And the nice thing about the, today's game at Carver, I can get there 20 minutes before it starts and not have to fight traffic or anything. And to be honest with you, I want to limit the amount of time I stay inside. I, I mean, would I, too. Think, I mean, they open the arena 90 minutes before tip off, but why would I get there 90 minutes before tip off? I don't know. I understand why they have to get the arena open, but unless I, you wanted to get your uh, story kind of written a little bit. You know, guess what's who's going to be good. Uh, then that never works. I end up deleting stuff when I try to anticipate what's going to happen. Yeah. It turns out mostly to be a waste. Yeah, Balbinot would have been there already. And then straight straight over to baseball. might be able to write a <laughs> opening paragraph, maybe. Yeah, but I'll get there about a half an hour before. I mean, we're gonna we have assigned seats. We're parking in lot seventy five, which is a new. Which my guess is there'll hardly be any car because UI they're on. Thanksgiving break. There's hardly yeah, going to be anybody yeah. over there. Well, no, there. no, shouldn't be. Parking lot will be empty. Hello. I heard Dirk got a new job as a janitor just to get into Carver this this uh, for this season. So it's he'll, a good, he'll be able to report. It's a good strategy, actually. Yeah, because a janitor could. Yeah, I mean, they're probably some of the few that will have access. That's a good strategy. I don't know if players' parents will be there. I I, I haven't. Uh, I. Th- I imagine. I would assume. I don't think it's going to be completely empty, but like I said, no general admission. If this is a normal, let's say this was a normal. It's going to look like a look lighter game. That's what I said earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say this is a normal season. 
all the circumstances. And it's Wednesday night, tip-off seven. And it's Iowa versus North Carolina Central, and Iowa's fifth-ranked in the guard. How full do you think the arena would be? Uh, mostly. Well, I do too. Yeah, I don't think it would Because let's face it, some of these non-conference early games, even with good Iowa teams, that arena is not always full. Mm-mm. But, but no, there, there this is. This year, I think it would have been. I, I, I agree with you. Hello. Yeah, four tickets per person. Four, I mean, per. Per player? And I think uh, coaches too. Okay, right. so there'll be, yeah, there'll be. So there could be 100, uh, 200 people scattered throughout the arena. Roughly. Okay, thank so, you. Thanks. So, four, well, that's, let's see, four per... So that's 60... Roughly 60. About 75 per team, roughly. Yeah, so roughly there could be about 150, 200 yep. people scattered throughout there. I doubt that North Carolina Central was going to have yeah, that, four per person. I mean, there could be some parents. Yeah, that, there could be. What have you, but we keep forgetting, too, it's also the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't know how that would impact things. Uh, probably a lot. Hello. So it's going to be like a, UCLA, a UCLA crowd with Steve Alford, then, is what you're saying. Well... There you go. A little Alfred zing. Oh, okay. Oh, I was going to ask that. Adam. I was going to ask Adam. I'm like, you know, you played for Larry Eustachie and Steve Alford. Why don't you write a book? <laughs> Think about that. Think about the two different coaches he played for. You couldn't be as any different personality-wise, coaching style-wise, style of play-wise. It'd be an interesting book. Do you want uh, COVID info or not? Uh, sure. Uh, 3,435 new cases in 24 hours and a record 47 additional deaths. Ew. So the 3,400 number's down a little bit, but the death's way up. Way up. Yeah, that isn't good. That is not good. Just brought, just brought us down. I'm sorry. Just brought us down. I asked before you I... You did. That's okay. It's, it's, it's okay. news. Gotta we know. need the info. We gotta know. And like I said, the... Iowa so far has done a good job of withstanding this thing, and for the most part, and like Adam does bring up a good point. At least seven of the players, including Bohannon, Bohannon had it really nasty. Yeah, it sounds he, like he it. said he had migraine headaches. He could barely put his head down on his pillow to sleep. He had it really bad. So maybe they are immune right now. I don't know enough about it, and but some of that stuff happened in the summer too. So that was three, four months ago. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean, you still can't let your guard down, and I don't. No, no. My guess is Fran is very detailed with this, and because Fran has brought it up a lot with us, we're asking him all these questions, and he'll be like, "Hey, guys, the best thing we can be is available," because you keep talking about our depth and our experience and our length, and he goes, "We just need to make sure we're available." And what he means is having players available throughout the season. How many guys do you think we're going to see play today? Oh, if it's if they end up creating some cushion, I could see. Most, I mean, yeah. I mean, I could see 11, 12, and he usually plays 9, 10 anyway, just in yeah. a normal flow. I'm not sure Josh Agondale health-wise where he is. I mean, remember, he, he was it, sick. It and sounds like he's not Sounds like he's ready. a little behind the other guys, but I could see if the game, now if the game's close, I mean, you got to win. I mean, and like yeah. I said, this team is a champion from a conference, so they're no. They're not chumps. They're not just a pushover. I mean, they've got some athleticism, so we'll see. But I'm guessing he's going to do without Nunji. You'll have the five starters. Then I think you're going to see, um, let's see, Toussaint, of course, will we'll play a lot off the bench. I think you're going to see Patrick McCaffrey play some off the bench. Um, I think Keegan Murray, Fran, made it sound like he's going to get some minutes off the bench. That's eight players. Nunji would have been nine right there. Mm-hmm. You know, so it will be – I'm trying to think of any other veteran. So Keegan will probably get 
Nunji uh, Smilets. I would think so, yeah, because yeah. the way Fran brought him up the other day, that was the first one he mentioned when he was asked about what freshman could you see contributing right away. He mentioned Keegan because of his rebounding, a specific thing that they need. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Well, it's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. I think the spread was 24. Are you going – and then, yes, yeah, I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't bet on that. No. I wouldn't. I mean, you just – I mean, they can Basketball, you, especially you haven't seen the teams yet. Let's say they win by 23. You yeah. Know? I mean, I mean, then you lose your bet. I just – that those are the kind of bets that I just wouldn't touch. No. And, I mean, do we think they could get that? Yeah. Oh, sure. sure. No question. Easy. I think if but. North Carolina Central comes in here and struggles early, they could get run off the court. I mean, if they're not careful. Yes. But I also think they could come in here and just fluky make a bunch of threes, and you just never know. Basketball is a strange game. It is. You get five on five, and, yeah, you can get on a roll, and the better team can struggle, and then you got yourself shooting more. And then tomorrow's Thanksgiving, yeah. and I'm doing nothing. I'll be eating some turkey. I'm having pork. Oh, yeah? Yep. We're having uh, I'm not a big turkey. turkey. Well, I'm having the same thing you are. And I'm by yeah. myself. You know, normally you I'd be that with stuff. Me. I love stuffing. You said it's yeah, Oh, my one. God. The sausage stuffing from the bread garden is fantastic. I've, that's the one thing I'm not going to have is stuffing. I mean, because I'm not with family. My fam- I've never made stuffing myself. Uh-uh. This will be the first Thanksgiving I haven't been at least with some family members. So it'll be weird, but I got the green bean casserole, pork loin rolls, baked potato, some rolls and like I said, our neighbors were all going to go out on the deck. If it's not, if it is, it's going to be nice. Yeah, we're going to go out on our deck at the same time and kind of hang out each on their deck. Uh, I think that's great. That'll be fun. I mean, yeah. if, it's, if it's 55 and sunny, we'll be able to do that. Hell, I may even get the grill going. Who knows? I grilled last night though. I'm starting to get a little sick of it. I had steak and it wasn't. It was a New York yep. strip and it wasn't very. Sometimes you did get a cut of meat that's just not as good not as. Not as flavorful. It just yeah, it just didn't. I don't know. It, it just it was occasionally. Okay. It was it was okay. So, but no, I haven't had a pork loin roast in ages. So, what do you put that in the oven for 40 minutes? Isn't that kind of what you do? Uh, yeah. So, what do you, you F- flavor it however you want to flavor How big it. of a turkey are you guys having? We're getting the pre done one. Oh, the one from Red Garden. Red Garden. Red Garden. Are they little individual or is it one big turkey? It's, a, it's chicken breast or turkey breast. Oh, turkey yeah. breast. Okay. And yeah. it is delicious, but it's real. It's not pressed. Yeah, it's real. Okay. I wonder if they deliver stuffing to my house if I call them. I don't know. You'd probably have to have a certain amount of money for them to deliver. Do you have to have I, to spend a certain amount? Thirty, thirty dollars. Uh, yeah, see, I don't need free to, delivery because I've got. I don't need thirty dollars of food when I've already went out and bought fifty dollars of food. Well, we're gonna have. I mean, this is a dinner for six, but the hunter's coming over, so He'll we'll eat. give him some to take home. Yeah, we got the dinner for six. Ann and I will keep about a third. Give the girls a third, and my brother John and Jaden a third. Are they all eating with you? Or? No, no. Hunter's eating with us, but Hunter's Hunter been, Hunter. He's been in our bubble, so yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it's a Hunter free Wednesday for the rest of us. <laughs> Honest to God, I uh, it's the first first Thanksgiving we haven't. I mean, you know, if we didn't see him on Thanksgiving, we saw him on the weekend or something. We haven't. We're not going to see the kids. No, that's no this is going to be weird. Yeah, just it's going to be strange. I'm usually in Des Moines. And I'm usually in Des Moines and then racing either to Lincoln, Nebraska, or back to Iowa City on Friday morning. Because, you know, there's mm-hmm. always been Black Friday for the last certain amount of years. So, yeah, this is – it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird to Friday getting up, coming in here, doing this, and then just literally going home. And then, oh, yeah, then the driving right up to Kinnick Stadium, you know, right, mm-hmm. right there. That's going to be strange, too. It's just – the strange well, it's, never weird. ceases. No, it's – 
it's been a weird nine months, and, uh, and then the next nine are going to be different too. I mean, hopefully it's a lot. I mean, it's better now than it was a month ago in some ways. But it's worse in some ways it's, too. But it's worse in some way. I mean, we've got the the vaccines on the horizon, three different ones that appear to be very good, mm-hmm. and that makes you feel. Better. I just wonder though if what's if December. If some places are going to shut down in December, uh, possibly, yeah. Because it seems like everything is kind of spiking toward December. You know, we just freaking need a stimulus package. These restaurants well, that's not gonna, need that's not going to happen. No. no, hell, I could use one. Yeah, yeah, I could well, use another. What was yeah, it? Twelve hundred dollars? It barely pays my house payment. Well, we're going to get a big spike with you have six million people flying out of there places to different places yeah, we're you know, gonna it's, get, it's we're not going to be good get a spike and and then uh, people are going to start getting evicted on the 26th of december if congress does not do something about it. i think they're going to do something i think they're going to have to between evictions and mortgages i think they're going to have to because if not you just got i mean yeah the the result of that would be worse than giving people more time to try to catch back up once things get back to normal yeah, the problem is some of them want to do that and then when biden takes over everything's crap and then go look you're elected biden and mm-hmm. everything's crap yeah so so we'll see i mean it's december is going to be an interesting month it really is if the number if this thing continues to spike it's going to be interesting to see what happens and like i said with the basketball games i think all winter long we're oh hey did you hear that game back hey did you hear that game i think i mean we're, there's already a bunch of games canceled mm-hmm. the season hadn't even started yet no, it hasn't. And I noticed um, Ryan Merkin covered high school basketball started last night. He covered a game over at West Branch last night. So I haven't seen any schedules. Yeah, I mean, he, we, your prep sports covered a basketball game. Yeah, last no, night. I, I heard that. And, I um, didn't realize it would start that it would start this early. So I mean, well, it, traditionally it does, but yeah, I just didn't think it would start this early under these circumstances. Right. But I'm, you know, I was happy that they were. I able think to they get, want to get in as much as get they as can much get as you in. can while you can. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, But Adam brought up a good point, though, about these guys are sort of existing in a bubble now. Like Bohannon said, he's taking all his classes online. and I mean, the bars are still open, right? Uh, Closed till 10. They're open till 10. They're open till 10. So students can still congregate and go down to the bars. And I mean, if you look the at some of the... ones that are here. Like, if you look, do you think like on a Friday, this Friday night, a downtown bar that's popular, you think it's going to be pretty crowded? No. Uh, you think know. they'll be empty? No, but I don't think it'll be. Because that's the risk. I don't think it'll be crowded either. Because that's because so many kids have left. Yeah. But won't they be back next week? Well, next week. But this Friday night, I don't But I'm just saying, though, for the most part, though, the bars are still a a, a risky area. You know, the restaurants and stuff. So if I'm Fran, I'm telling my guys, hey, use your head. You know, don't go to places like that right now. The season's too important. So I'm getting, I'm guessing these guys are making some serious sacrifices. I would guess. That's the only way you're going to get through this thing, which is unfortunate. I wish these kids had a normal circumstance to enjoy this thing, but that's just 2020. Well, they, they ain't nothing normal about the last nine months. No. 2020 Remember, has, too, the students are not coming back after break, after Thanksgiving. But what That's I'm right. saying, though, some still are living here and existing yeah. here, right? Whether they're yes. coming back to class. And there's still a bunch of them with leases that are living here instead of living at home That's with parents. Right. That's that, all I'm saying. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. they're still going to go out to bars and party and spread and whatever. That's about oh, a business line. Office. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought that. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, that's why you just never can let your guard down. With this stuff, you have to just stay, 
diligent. Is that the right word? It is. And you just have to, and I think they are. I really do think they are. I think Iowa's had a pretty good coordinated effort to, to cope with this thing, to withstand it, to deal with it. Now, the, the, the other Big Ten teams, did I see that Minnesota had to suspend for a while? Mm-hmm. But they're back at they're it, They're back right? at it, I believe, yep. And, yeah, and I'm sure, I mean, with the football team, it sounds like it's, it's up there. And, you know, I mean, it's too bad that Minnesota and Wisconsin don't get to play football. I mean, and Izzo had the Izzo's, virus. He's back. He had the virus. He's back. And um, Hi, Tommy Lang. Hi. Hello. 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 Are you wanting to talk to me? This is Leah. Hi, Leah. Uh, How are you doing? Doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm just listening to you guys and had a, had a couple of things to offer to the conversation. Uh, go ahead. Okay. Well, I just kind of wanted you were talking about downtown and the bars yes. and kind of what's going on, you know, with everything. And I just wanted to kind of put in there that obviously this isn't a football season that any of us want to deal with, but we're happy to have the Hawks playing. Yes. But um, typically the bars downtown through through this fall now are a lot of the students aren't even going out. Yeah. You know, I think people say they aren't being safe, but I think they're being pretty darn careful now. Well, that's good to hear. Um, yes. What happens with the football season or any particular Saturday is quite a few people come out to watch games in the bars. And certainly the Hawk games, you're full. Um, remember, we're all operating, though they haven't limited our capacity we're all operating at a much lower capacity Mm -hmm. um just because of the six feet distance gotcha so for instance at bo james we would normally have a capacity about 200 now we're at about 60 or 70 capacity so once you hit that that's it you can't seat anybody else so people don't really come and go like they used to Uh the bar crawl through the different bars so it's just a totally different environment than it was. So you're being as um, safe as you some can. Some bars aren't busy at all on particular football Saturdays. We've been full pretty much all the time. Yeah. So I feel pretty fortunate with that. But students are gone now. They're gone for, um, they're online. They only have one week of classes left after they get back. And those classes are online and then finals. Mm-hmm. So I think most of the older students will stay in town and do their finals here. Probably the younger students will go home um, is what's kind of planned. Makes sense. So you just don't know. I don't know what Christmas is going to bring. You know, we need a stimulus going for all small businesses. We sure I do. I can speak for downtown. Um, you know, do as much shopping as you can in the local area. Stay offline as much as you can just yep. to support you know, your local people is is kind of what we're asking, you know, this Christmas season. But we're going to see some pretty drastic changes in the area, I think. First part of January, students aren't back until the 25th this year. They're going to have them skip spring break, and I think they're back online. Yeah, we need another PPP, so Leah. we've got the whole month of January to deal with. Um, it's hard to say what people are going to do about that. We need another but, so PPP. That kind of gives you perspective, it's a little perspective on downtown, what's going on. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, Good. Coralville might be pretty similar to what's going on uh, here. I would guess you're right. 
All right, good. Let's thank you for the update. Are you there? Yes, we're yes. here. We're the, yeah. We're here. Hello. Well, thank you for calling, Leah. Can you hear me? Ye yes. 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 <laughs> Evidently, you can't hear us. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Um, Alabama coach Nick Saban has tested positive for COVID-19 again. Alabama says he has mild symptoms and will isolate according to protocols, which means he will not coach in the Iron Bowl. So he had it earlier? He's had it twice now. Wow. Yeah, this is a um, – well, our, our friend Tim is uh, still in the hospital, and, and uh, they did lower his oxygen that he needed so that's good news I mean, nick's also 68 years old too yes yeah. yeah and tim is 60. so i mean yeah this is not good i mean no. nick had it a couple several months ago it's not like he had it nine months ago no they say you can get it you get it again this, well not everybody gets the immunity i mean they don't get yeah. the uh the antibodies built yeah. up and a lot of it we've known depends on your blood type too it really does My no guess. this is just a stinking nightmare it really is it just you know, I mean, you know, she's thanking God that she's got 60 or 70 in there. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, I don't know what her, her rent is, but I know what her taxes are. I know what my <laughs> taxes know? are. And I mean, a lot of these places, yeah, we need a PPP. We do. Oh, God, we could, I mean, that would be great for. All the small businesses well, your preps, really need yeah. it. Your prep sports had one that was huge. I mean, we, I mean, it was a major oh it made a big difference for us too so do we think it's going to happen yes eventually we got yes. it depends on whether they you know it happens during december or um it happens in uh, january well they're not in sessions so well they'll be go back in december and they can i don't know they they can do it in december if if Trump will do and the Republicans will do it, so I would think he would do that because then he could say, "Hey, look, another yeah. thing." Yeah, you would think. You think? But I mean, they're having the day before Thanksgiving. They're having a a, a voting fraud rally. I saw that. <laughs> Trump is not going. Oh, he, he is, is he, not going. He is not going. Okay, I had a feeling. Just was, Giuliani. And his hair well, and his hair dye, <laughs> and Randy Quaid, and Jenna Will Ellis. Randy Quaid be there, and the My Pillow guy. <laughs> yeah, someone someone just asked me, Captain, <laughs> what would you pay to watch Roger Waters and Randy Quaid debate politics? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> you know, everybody that's lying to see the relatives, which I understand, they say the air inside the cab is the cleanest you can be around. Yeah, that's fine. That's not the but problem. It's with, the airport. When you go through TSA and touch that tub, that tub has spread more germs around the world more than anything on this planet. Yep. Well, and, and then you're going to see your TSA. families. Yeah. Who your families? You don't. You know. No, this is not. This isn't a good thing. My granddaughter lives three blocks away, and I haven't given a hug or been within six feet of her for yeah. well over two months. That's well, right. my I haven't seen my. Uh, a son and uh, his family in in five months, and they're only you know, forty five minutes away. And did you see uh, sixty minutes there tonight about the long haulers? No. Yeah. Man, you, they get you it, and then they suffering, and they're in line yeah. waiting to get into the hospital. Even though they're, they think your immune system attacks you after you get over it. 
mm-hmm. and it's even worse. Yeah. And they just can't shake it. It's just some people can't walk, and Ew. they're in yeah. pain. You've just really, so, uh, casino guy, you've just brought down the whole the whole festive Thanksgiving spirit. That's probably Mace calling now. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day, guys. Bye. <laughs> do we have another call? Uh, no, the, no. What was that phone? There, there now we, we do. Hello. You know, I got a Facebook invite to a January twentieth virtual Donald Trump second term inaugural celebration, <laughs> and over a hundred thousand people over a hundred thousand people said they're attending that thing already. So that's well, crazy. Good luck to them. Yeah, I don't think it's real. <laughs> I don't know that they know that it's not real, but I don't think. My it's guess is he'll do real. something on that day, though, to draw attention to himself. Oh, sure. And he won't be as part. I, de- I doubt he will be part of the ceremony. Oh, he won't go to the. No, no he's no. not going to inauguration. The inauguration is going to be at the White House. It's going to be um, outdoors and you know safe distanced and everything. So. God, that's still. So almost, then he can say, "Well, I had a bigger crowd." That's still almost <laughs> two months away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It'll be yeah. interesting to see where we are sports-wise on January, like Iowa basketball, Iowa football. I mean, what's your prediction? By I, the time uh, Biden's sworn in, well, Iowa football have played nine games or ten games, and because they could play nine and then a bowl game, technically. I mean, uh, yeah, that's right. Um, I don't know. We've been lucky so far. Yep. Um, maybe our, our luck will hold. I I'll tell so. you, I would love to see Iowa and Indiana play. If it ends up being second place versus second, I think that would be a really entertaining, be a fun, fun uh, game. And I've said before that I'd love to try to figure out a way for Iowa and Iowa State to play in a bowl game if Iowa keeps winning. I mean, because Iowa State's um, – they could still lose some no, games. They're, but they're, they're a good they're, team. They're a good team and they're in – Real good team. They're in contention for some big stuff. So, yep. But I still – man, it's just unfortunate that they can't meet on the field this year. I think it would be a great game. No, Iowa State's got a chance to do something they haven't done in, what, 100 and some Nin- years? 1912. Kind of Ti- like the Cubs. Ti- were. Titanic. 1912. Wasn't that the Titanic? Yeah. That was on. That's actually on – it's it on inter- every day now. It interrupted my show. You know what else was on today when I woke up? I woke up today and I was Wait, getting Boy ready. Rick? Not, not the movie, the documentary. It, oh. Yeah, I'm right. I got about 20 minutes of it in today. I hadn't, <laughs> hadn't seen it for... What the hell? Hadn't seen it for about a month. I'm like, wow, <laughs> little white boy, the documentary. And they're saying the same thing, that he should not have spent 29 years in jail. You got to get over it sooner. I'm, right, I'm getting over it. I'm, I'm slowly getting is, over is it. Is he over it? Is white boy Rick over it? Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't be over it if I was white boy Rick. I'd be white boy suing is what I would Don't be. you think he is white boy suing? Um, I don't know. I mean, do you think he would have grounds to sue? I mean, uh, well, everybody's got some reason to sue. True, true. But it also costs money to sue, too. Yeah. But I'm guessing it there's does. some lawyers out there that would jump at the chance to help white I just Rick. blame Cesar Chavez. And... I thought it was Hugo Chavez. <laughs> With that, too. Well, there's different theories, both of which, you know, these people are dead. Hugo Chavez has been dead for <laughs> seven years. <laughs> well, how long is... Uh, the other one, but... Uh, well, I haven't heard the, the other theory. What's the other theory? That these guys rig the election. <laughs> you know, and they're both dead. Well, who's the other one you mentioned? Hugo Chavez and who else? <laughs> the Caesar Chavez. Caesar Chavez. When did yeah. he die? 
about five years ago. Well, next thing you know, they're going to blame or... Jim Morrison rigged the election. He died in 71. <laughs> well, that's as plausible as what yes. Trump's been talking about. <laughs> yeah, but... it really is. So, but... Well, anything else, Pat? Oh, God, is it well, they said wow, that uh, Morrison was throwing up on the ballots. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then uh, Gigi was using him for uh, toilet paper. The ballots oh, themselves? Oh, he, he didn't use he toilet paper. He doesn't use toilet paper. No. <laughs> What's wrong with you? That's what a shirt sleeve's for. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All righty. Hey, again, thanks to Adam Haluska. That yes. was fun catching up with Adam, talking hoops. And, and good to hear from Gator. Yep, and we will be back on Friday, but then we'll also be back on Monday to talk with Don Patterson about Friday's game. So, That's yeah, right. good to hear from Gator. And everybody have a safe, happy Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free.